Hello, this is episode 50 of the Beers with a Minor podcast and I am Mad Mumsy. What a big milestone for me. I nearly stopped a few times, so getting to the half century mark is amazing. I was thinking about what to do for a special celebration episode. On Are You OK Day this year, 2018, I decided I would pull a few snippets from each episode especially about how people deal with life when it gets a little tough. What is their happy place? Going back and listening to my awesome guests and their golden nuggets, especially about how they've been supported through their mining journeys, has been a real treat for me this week. I've really enjoyed it. It's grand final day today, the AFL, Australian Football League, and my teams aren't in it. Bugger. <laughs> but go the West Coast Eagles because everyone knows I hate Collingwood. If you're listening in the future, you know who won. Now, I say hate with a grain of salt, but I'm a nice person and I don't really hate people. But when it comes to footy, that's a different story. I was brainwashed at birth. Now, let's dig in. Get it? Dig mining. Oh, I cracked myself up even after 50 episodes. My name is Mad Mumsy and I have been driving the huge dump trucks in Australian open cut mines for over 10 years now. I wish I had a dollar for everyone who said to me, how does a little thing like you drive those big trucks? You must be rich. How do I get a job doing that? My mining friends are asked these questions all the time too. This is what started the Mad Mumsy journey to share stories and tips from living a mining lifestyle and to let others know what it's really like. Tune in each episode as I sit down for a relaxed chat, usually over a few beers with a fellow miner. Women and blokes with various experience, roles and opinions share their lessons and stories with you. Not everyone's cut out to be a miner, but why not? What does it take to thrive and survive in this industry? Mad Mumsy getting deep now, but it can turn your life around. One conversation. Are you okay? But you said this is the fir- first podcast that you've been on where you're encouraged to have a beer. Is it the only podcast interview you've done? This is the first podcast interview I've ever done. Oh, my God. I was hoping you'd say that. I've done lots of interviews. Yes. Um, you know, media interviews and that kind of stuff. It's the first time I've ever done a podcast interview. Right. Did you, did you know what a podcast was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Oh, this is a podcast. You do? Well, um, make sure you sign up and subscribe to Beers with a Minor podcasts on your favourite app. This message that comes from you explaining all that to me is that, yeah, it's not just about the balloons and the yellow. It's about that a, co- a conversation could change your life by asking if someone is okay and just starting to take the blinkers off and getting everyone to start to be a little bit more aware to think about it for yourself from within. Are you okay? Maybe not. Maybe you need a hand. Or seeing those around you and it might not just be at work. It might be your neighbour and, like you say, it could be anywhere. But, of course, we Biz with a Minor podcast, we're focusing on mining lifestyle. But more and more... The people I'm talking to is just about life in general, and I think that what you're doing is just freaking awesome. Well, thanks, Mad Mumsy. It's uh, you know it's, it's really great to have had a yummy. It was the first time I've ever had a podcast 
where I've been encouraged to sit here and have a beer as well, and I really enjoyed that. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so spread the word. <laughs> I told you, it's not the ABC. <laughs> Uh, and you know this is this is what it's all about. It's all about conversations, and you know yeah. the more that we can start talking about this kind of stuff. And we've got these double beer coasters that we um, distribute as part of the um, the fly and fly out campaign because you know we don't want to be a purist mental health charity that you know pr- pretends that conversations don't happen over beers. Um, <laughs> you know we're prepared to put our message wherever it's going to be heard. Really, you know, find an environment and and. You know, I'm not saying that everyone should go out and, you know, get blind and, you know, try and solve the world's problems, but the truth is the conversations do happen over a beer. Times can get pretty tough. There's a lot of people out there struggling for many reasons, mining downturn, mm-hmm. less wages, less work around. Yeah. Um, a big part of what Mad Mumsy does is trying to help those living a mining lifestyle and their families mm-hmm. as well how we can cope, and anyone really don't have to be mining to get a few life lessons, yeah, <laughs> how so do we true. get through the, the yeah. crap that gets thrown at us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how do you personally um, handle when things are getting tough for you? I'm sure you're under a lot of pressure yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, part of my responsibility is I, I, uh, I'm the manager for our mining portfolio, and um, and that's a, that's a tough time to be doing that. Um, so... Um, uh, so I organise uh, the QME. Obviously, we also also organise uh, Amex um, our actions. So yeah, how do I handle the stress? Well, best thing is I've got a great team around me, and we all lean on each other quite heavily. Uh, I've got a mixture of new, fresh blood and some people that have been doing this for a long time, and we take all those skills on board and we we prop each other up and we we get get on with it we try our hardest to manage expectations which is the which is the key thing that's of our customers our exhibitors and also our visitors so that they know what to what they think they're going to see when they come along so yeah so, yeah, so. so you have a good team around you yeah it's yeah. fantastic team what about personally for robbie do you Go surfing. Oh, right. Do you get okay. out yeah. Do you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go to the footy and scream at the ref. Yeah, I do all of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, a rugby supporter, so I go off uh, my local team. I don't know if I should mention it's not Queensland. Um, I'm actually a manly, a manly supporter. Oh, that's it. I oh, know. Cancel it. Cancel So, um, but uh, uh, so yeah, I uh, support them um, yeah. and. Uh, and I enjoy um, a bit of boating as well. I've got a little tinny that I go fishing out on uh, out out in the harbour, and so Lovely. yeah, yeah, it's nice. We just heard on the news on the way in that there's a heap of whales off Lambert's Beach right now. Really? Oh, oh wow! I really love, love to, to see that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. chose to come here. <laughs> very wise. Very wise. <laughs> We'll dig in deep, which I like to say. Get it? I'd Mining. Get it. You're hilarious. Dig. Oh, no. I crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was I going to ask you? I have no idea. Lucky I wrote these things down. Yes. So, we all get stressed yes. at times. And I know you hear, as we were just talking about, a lot um, of people that are dealing with stress. What about you personally, mm-hmm. Alicia? What do you do to help you cope when life turns to crap? Okay. Other than Very drink simple. champagne. Yeah. I, I put down my champagne because yes. I have to say, in good conscience, that that does not help. No. <laughs> One glass, yes. Five glasses, no. Do you know what I do? I go, turn to my mates and I turn to my husband and I turn to my family. And I think that if there is any message that I could 
put out there ever for anybody, it would be that you are never alone. You are never the only person that is going through a crap time and you are never the only person that finds a part of their day frustrating. So if you talk to your friends and if you communicate openly with the people that love you, that love you um, it's, it's corny but it's true, a problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah. So it's about communication, talk to someone and we're really lucky now that we've got all resources online. So you know, right. there, are, there are people who can help you but if it is just a bad day and stressful day, ring a mate, it, be honest. Yeah. And that's what I do, I yeah. must admit. I couldn't do what I do if I didn't have my mates and my family. You know, my husband's so supportive. Ooh, there we go. Tinder. So, yeah, th- I would say that. If I'm stressed, I talk to I talk to someone about it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Thank you. Such oh, a pleasure. So I nice to meet know. you. Oh, so awesome. nice to meet you. And please um, come back by the stand. We will. I'm usually listening to a podcast anytime I'm not with a person. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, Watering the garden. I, I, and I think we'll be a good match because I can I talk leg off an iron pot as oh, well. So. <laughs> <laughs> we might be going long. Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, so I do have two questions yep. today that sure. I'm asking everyone I interview. Yep. Um, we all get stressed and face many challenges in life at times. Yep. What do you do personally, Barney, that helps you get through those tough times when life turns crap? How do you recharge your batteries so that you can then go on and help others? I've I, I found over the years that um, you've got to get it out of your system. You've got to talk to somebody, uh, whether that be your, your partner or whether it be someone that you trust at work. Um, we've got a fantastic CEO with an open-door policy. I can just walk into his office whenever I want and I can sit down and say, look, this is worrying me. Uh, this, this isn't working. That's not working. I'm going to try this. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I, I think... I think um, I think that's the that's the answer. You can't let it stew inside you because it just gets so bad. You've mm. got to get it out. Yeah. And I know men, particularly, are pretty hard to. And I'm I was I'm one of, I, I was <laughs> I was that way for a very long time. Yes. Um, but I've come to terms with hey, you know, if you need help, ask for it. That's a big part of Mad Mumsy's message too. Yeah. Is so many people are struggling. Yeah. And just get the help. Yeah. And find out what it is, and um, that personally yourself, yes, talking and everything. That that's really good. But like, do you like to go and play golf, or take the dog for a walk, um, or get into the garden, or? Watch it, the footy and yell at the ref. <laughs> oh, definitely do yeah, that. Yeah, got to do that. Yeah, it's a state of origin. Yeah, right, That's okay. a good way to get... Oh, what, what happened with that New South Wales? The, the last third game. I can't oh, believe that. Anyway. God, yeah, we, oh, well, we let them get it, one. Well, well, it was oh. nice that they, they still had the temperament to, you know, continue playing for the you know the whole of the second half. That was wonderful. It would have been um, nice if they had the temperament to yeah. stay and watch the presentation. Well, but we, won't go, we won't go there. We, no, we are we in Queensland, Queensland yeah. after all. No, because, <laughs> yeah, Queensland are, Queensland are a, a team of their own. I mean, there's, there's no match for that. With, with, like they've with got their they mindset right, Ab- Exactly, they? exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, if we could all have a little bit of that. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah, I've forgotten your question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's how Mad Mumsy rolls. See, that's why we need two hour chat. Yeah, um, it's gone question- to two hours now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be with you, but The question was, what do you do personally? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, other no. than yell at No, well, I've, I've got, I've got um, two really, truly good friends. And now, I don't know whether you've heard the or my definition of a friend. It was actually said to me once about 40 years ago. And they said, 
Vani, uh, the definition, I, I, I was having problems and I was just talking to my next door neighbour and she said to me, Vani, you know what the definition of a friend is, don't you? And I said, no, I don't. She said, it's someone who knows exactly what you're like and likes you anyway. <laughs> yeah. I've never forgotten that. That's great. I've never forgotten that. Yeah. So um, I, have, I have two really good um, friends from the, from the mining sector that we've never, ever lost contact. And you know, we may not see each other for 18 months, two years. The next time I see them, it's like I saw them yesterday. Yes. It's, it's that sort of relationship. Yeah. And that helps me immensely yeah. to be able to sit down and be totally honest with people who know that whatever I say to them, they're not going to ridicule me, or they probably will have a bit of a go at me, but, but I know... And that's okay. That I, and that's good, yeah, and that's okay. That's right. uh, and you need that sometimes yeah. to, to, to get yourself, well, geez, what, what the hell have I been worried about? You know, yeah. It's not really that bad. Yeah, you know? guts on the table Exactly, time. exactly. Yeah. Um, and we sit down over a red wine and... and I, you know, I like my red wine. That's um, my next question. <laughs> oh, you're natural at this, Latelia. That's yeah, my next well, question. Well, well, What's your favourite beverage? Well, red wine red is, wine. is my is my uh, poison of choice. And um, the best place to enjoy it? With someone else. Yeah. Uh, and particularly with someone that you get on really well with yeah. and you can sit down and have a great chat. Yeah. And, 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 of course, you know, obviously there's got to be at least two bottles. At if, least you, if, two well, if there's two of you, there's oh, got to be at yeah. least two bottles, right, plus some in reserve. No, 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 that, that's only for Nescap. No, what is it? Um, Cadbury, Cadbury chocolate. Yeah, yeah, that's... No. Oh, sorry, oh, didn't mean to give an ad for Cadbury. No, that's right, I can edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> and cheer them dockers on, yeah. When I've got a voice after yeah. going to the game, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, another question that I've been asking also is, life can get tough. Mm. for all of us mm. and with the mining downturn at the moment a lot of people are struggling and some people just are struggling mm. being a mining lifestyle anyway it's got a big part mm. of what Mad Mumsy is all about yep. sharing all of that how do you personally Martin renew yourself and refresh and keep yourself sane what, what do you do to look after Martin well you know I lived in a in a small community uh, called Newman in WA 1200 kilometres north of Perth and uh, my wife's a principal in a primary school and uh, we had four young kids and four older kids now but uh, as they're growing up but um, we give to the community you know and um, I was a level two AMBO officer and uh, my wife was a level three Um, we um, basically she was a JP I did a lot around the the scouting community and uh, scouts and and, um, and and just yeah, living in one of those communities, you, you've just got to get involved in mm. the community. Otherwise, if you just sit at home and, um, and procrastinate from work, you know, they change your shifts all the time from even residential, whether it be four and four, eight and five, six and seven, you know, whatever the case may be. You've got to fill your time in with, hopefully, you know, either with your kids and sport and if you haven't got kids, with community events, I yeah. suppose. And... Um, and getting into the community. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's a really good thing. And it's something, like you say, even though we're working uh, rosters away, yep. many of us, you can still take some time when you are at home yep. to do those sort of things, give back yep. a little bit. Yeah, look, even now, I'm, I'm here for a week, you know, and um, my my uh, eldest daughter, she's 20, doing a university degree, but, but I FaceTimed her last night, you know, and we just had a, had a yap on FaceTime, you know. FaceTime. And, yeah, I love it. you know, I mean, it, it's... Yeah. 
it's it's you know, 10 minutes but she knows I'm here and I know she's there and she's well and she's working and exactly. what she's doing and my wife you know she's busy she's a school principal in WA and and I'll just have a quick yap to her and you know we use FaceTime quite a bit as well and yeah. and, and and the likes of or we'll just Facebook you know a bit, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not a, a major Facebook stalker or anything like that but <laughs> just Put a couple of photos up and, yeah. and bits and pieces, and my, my kids can see. And my eldest is 30, but um, son, but he can see where I am and what I'm exactly. doing. And so, yeah, and yeah. he'll just give me a text, you know, give me a ring, old boy, and we'll have a talk on the phone. So, yeah. when he wants to, so just keeping that um, that connection, I suppose. Yeah. And in this world with social media, you know, it's it's it uh, can, can be anywhere. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, the world of podcasting as well. World yes. of podcast, there you go. Yes. Yeah. So you'll have to um, whip out your phone while you're sitting here. Yep. And um, search for beers in beers with a minor right. on your podcast app. Yep. Subscribe. Yep. Rate and review. You might want to listen to it first. Yeah. <laughs> Five stars. After it's been edited. Hey, yeah. What, what did you drink? What was that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Cheers. Dear. Now, of course, there's one question that I've really got to ask. Yep. Any chance of sitting in the car and having a photo? Absolutely. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. my God, sorry, get the But just don't, don't stand on the side steps. So uh, they're, only, they're only a facade, so you just squirrel your bum in there and you, you'll be right. You'll, you'll get in. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You get the video out for this. I'll, I'll stop this and we'll... I have been housekeeping and I do see a lot of rooms and those sort of things you do see pictures in the rooms and it's so lovely to walk in and see oh, that or nice. or you're the best dad and or happy father's day and you know just it, it is it's really touching you just sort of to see that it's really lovely that so, is lovely yeah. oh you bring a tear to my oh. eye we're supposed to be celebrating <laughs> know, and we are <laughs> thank you karen it's been thank wonderful you. karen will definitely be back on beers with a minor podcast as she continues her journey i can't wait to hear all about how you <laughs> felt when you first drove the truck oh yeah yeah <laughs> and thank you for coming on my journey with me <laughs> oh we've only just started oh, true. we're getting a little bit along now a bit yep. further but yep. no yeah. that's fantastic Thank you again. Thank you. Okay, Karen, let's touch now on the first time you actually got Got in a truck. Yeah. Was that the first time you'd ever been actually in a big truck? Yes. Yes, Tell me how you felt. Take us there. Take us there. Well, gosh, I think you're just so nervous making sure you've got your glasses on, got your hat on. Um, you walk up those stairs thinking, gee, these are steep stairs. I'm going to be doing a lot of this stair walking. Boy, you've got to be fit for that. And it was just um, it was just amazing. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It was exciting, a little bit of an adrenaline rush. Um, I think even though when you're waiting to, when you see the trucks on the go line, just looking up at them even before you get on the truck, it's just <laughs> like, wow, look at the size of these monsters, you know, and then to actually stop there. And I just kept saying, I'm a dumb truck driver. I'm a dumb truck driver. And I just kept saying that over and over. Were you saying that out loud? No. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't didn't want the train to think I was crazy. (laughs) But, uh, and it was like, oh, I finally made it. I'm here. I'm I'm seeing the training seat, but I'm in a truck. I'm in one of these trucks. So it was very, very exciting. And I just, I just want to get going. It got me thinking that if, if I wasn't, a gentle, emotional 
at times, <laughs> soul, person, um, perhaps that caring side of me wouldn't come out. Maybe sometimes each crew, no matter whether you're in a mine site or a male-dominated industry or a secretarial pool, let's face it, doesn't matter what work area you're, you're in, we need all different personalities. We need the strong one who won't take no crap. We need the ones that can see when something's wrong with other people and help them through it. And I like to think that perhaps I'm one of those sort of people. So anyway, I soldiered on. I got through it and I've got to go back to work with them probably tomorrow and hopefully I won't get in trouble again. And if I do, I'm going to do my best not to cry. And the camp life yeah. is, I'm very excited about. I love the bonding that you get with people. I love the camp life. It's what you make of it. The people you meet, no one else in the whole world gets it. There are a lot of people who think, including some of the wives and families left behind, that it's a party and they go out there and they're leaving us behind. It's not a party. Not anymore. And it's not a big orgy either. <laughs> no, no it's, it's, no. it's hard work. There's not a lot of free time to do anything after work. Um, so I would not swap it for the world. To me, I think of the people in the forces as well. They're away a lot. They're doing such a noble thing and their families have to deal. And nobody can understand, I guess, what the forces go through unless you've been there. And in a less, to a lesser degree, because I don't hold, hold us to that standard, but same deal. Nobody can understand what it's like there until you've lived it. And we're choosing to live it, so let's make the best of it and... I'm always the happy one and try to help morale and all the rest of it. I'm human and I have my days, but I've upset people in the past, often at 4.30 in the morning, in the dry mess, here's Drury dancing to the music whilst getting her crib. And the people say, I've got no right to be this happy at this hour of the day. It's just how I'm wired. Rest in peace, Big T. I share this sad story with you today to help in our healing process and to remember our good mate and fellow miner Big T on this, the third anniversary of his passing. My hope is to encourage you and your mates, your dad, hubby, boyfriend, brothers, son, uncle, pop, and even your boss, to get checked out. This has changed at least one of Tony's mates. He is now fit and healthy and looking forward to living a long and full life. That's what we all want, right? Get a little bit healthier, drink a bit less, be more active and go to the bloody doctor when things aren't right and for your checkups. This goes for us too, ladies. Hey, you seem to meet a heap of new people, maybe your friends. Yeah. But when you leave one company, go to another company, you never see them again anyways. But while you're working, it's good. It's funny, isn't it? People say... I'm here for the money, not to make friends. Exactly. It's like, yeah, bullshit, because you, because you end up making friends. You end up making some of your best friends yeah, yeah, out, yeah. out there, yeah. you know. And you might run into them in another mine or something. Sit back and reminisce about, remember this one? No, now who was he? Now, oh, come on. Remember, he's a clown who did this or that or whatever. No, it's pretty good. Wasn't that hard? 
Okay, got you thinking about your mind and life. Then I'll retire. And yeah, <laughs> and why you want out. <laughs>
the wall had broken away from the roof and it was on a slant five centimetres. That roof could have caved in any time. And I sat there and I thought, how many times in mining have we been told inspect first before you do? You know, we have these little booklets that we have to tick off our inspections, you know, take fives, um, good to goes, whatever we call them. Each mine site calls them something different. My husband's boss come over one day because they both bought new motorbikes and uh, decided they were going to go out and play with their toys. So he was over and we were talking about, at at the time I was developing relationship and resilience tools within my business and we were talking about a few of those and he said, you know what, you should write a book for FIFO. And I don't know if you've ever had those moments where you feel like the top of your head's going to blow off when you get a really good idea. And all the time, <laughs> I have all the time. Oh, I could do this and let's yeah. do that. And it just made so much sense to me. Awesome. Thanks so much for doing that. It's my pleasure. I've been watching you on um, Facebook and the work that you're doing is amazing. And I did think at first, and I don't know if this is true or not, but uh, Mad Mumsy, I thought, I wonder if the MAD stands for Make a Difference because you were doing such great things, you know, and I thought you really are making a difference in the industry and I love your integrity and and what you were doing. Um, And you could really tell it came from the heart and you cared about this community. And so that's what mattered to me and that's why I reached out to you. Wow, thank you. You you know what? This is an aha moment. Of course mad means make a difference. As of (laughs) 4.05 on the 19th of July 2016. Thank you. That's awesome. I think it's more because my kids thought I was a bit mad. They've been calling me mad mumsy for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, me. It was kind of just my alter ego when I started off just blogging about hippie kind of stuff and then yeah I saw a need Mm. to express about living the mining lifestyle because really I know in my intro I say so many people ask me the same question and it's true they're always asking oh how do I get a job in the mines and how did you get in and um you know are they really that big and oh you you know and you must be rich yeah Mm. I I like how a lot of people will say um you know oh you're so lucky to be earning that type of money oh but I couldn't do it and leave my family and I think you just shouldn't say either of those things you know and instead of saying I wouldn't do what you're doing and I don't know how you do it. How about say, how am I? Without Asking you how you're doing it. Yeah, instead of going, I couldn't do that to my family or, you know, you're so lucky and you think, yeah, I, I don't think we're lucky. It's just choices and hard work like anything. That's right. And I guess people that see it as lucky are the perhaps people that have tried to get in and it didn't all fall into place. Mm-hmm. That's another big thing that I say is there's no magic phone number. No. They used to say, can you just write down where do I go to get a job in the mines? Like, hey, what? You know, what sort of job do you want? Where do you want to live? Yeah. Do you even know any of the options available? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you it's, know? it's, it's an absolute minefield out there um, And because uh, my daughter's trying to get uh, out there at the moment and um, she's really struggling and her father works out there. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it, it is, it's almost a part-time job just looking for a job in the mining industry. Believe in yourself and have pride in yourself, I would say, and don't fall into just being one of the blokes. How do you, Lynn Olsen, my mummy, my mum, when life goes to shit or when things get tough 
Um, we all need to have strategies to get us through those times. What do you do in day-to-day life that makes you know when things go bad, you have a way to deal with it? Well, as we touched on before, I took up painting and it became my passion, particularly when I eventually left mining at the age of 62, I think. (laughs) After doing a half squat for a medical. (laughs) (laughs) Totally out of my system and decided, no, I'm going to be an artist. So I put my heart and soul into being an artist and I'm getting there. I'm gradually with a lot of help from you (laughs) and my family, my support group, becoming reasonably uh, successful. So I go to my happy place and I suppose what you're trying to say is what is your happy place? Yeah. And my happy place is my studio down in the backyard, Um. um, surrounded by my art, music on, fan on because we're in Queensland. If it's (laughs) too hot, the air con, but I don't use the air con much. It's usually just the fans and the music and I just paint and I'm totally engrossed in what I'm doing and I just forget about it, whatever it is, bills, health family problems, whatever. Yeah. And that's how I de-stress because I'm really, really happiest when I'm painting. Oh, that's lovely. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day, Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Mateship is a four-letter word, and those four letters are are you okay? They're easy to say, and to some people, they can be life-changing. For more information, visit areyouokay.org.au. It has been a tough week for many of us here in central Queensland and the mining industry in general with the death of a miner in one of our coal mines. I feel like... I want to say something about it. We all go to work, and for those of you who are at home, you kiss your loved one goodbye and say, see you in five days, see you in seven days, see you in four weeks for some of you. I don't know how you do that. There's a medal, gold medal. But sometimes, sadly, people just don't come home. Our family had that uh, three years ago when my daughter's partner had a heart attack in a coal mine. And you have heard me speak about that plenty of times on the podcast. If perchance this is your first time listening to the Beers with a Miner podcast, I'm sorry if it seems a little down and out. Um, However, it is a reality of our industry and... May I suggest you head back to listen to that episode, madmumsy.com forward slash beers 10, I believe, 10 and 11, where I discuss the how our family dealt with it or didn't deal with the passing of Tony. This episode, I'd, I've turned the mic on. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to say. And I picked up my phone as a habit, as you do, as I do, do you? And I checked my emails, headlines that said, Coal Miner Killed Central Queensland. My heart stopped beating 
I, I really think it did for a minute. It just did again then as I thought about it. And this is a mine that is only a couple of hours from where I live. I know many people who work there. It wasn't just, is it someone that I know? It was, oh, bloody hell. Well, no, it was more than that. It was like, what the fuck? What do you mean killed? What does that mean? Killed doesn't mean died. There's a difference, I think, in the wording. Media can sensationalise things. This was a headline in the subject line of an email. Click the link, read on. And he, it seemed, was at the wash plant and something had happened and he died. He was killed. When someone dies on a mine site... They cease all operations. They have to have investigations. The mines department has to come. The police have to come because someone's died. Hello, you know, anything could have happened. They need to come and investigate. So can you imagine being at work at the time when that happens? Four foot nothing, 65 kilos ringing wet. I wish. She operates a 360-tonne haul truck with wheels that are like four metres high. Anyone can do it. There are people shorter than her who yeah. operate as big machinery. It's not how big you are and tough you are. you just got to have, as we say, a little bit of mongrel in you. We're working on it. We're working on it. Oh, we need a hug now. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Oh. And are you okay now? I am okay. I, I'm not really okay, but I'm okay. I'm getting there. Yeah, a couple of my friends have the same problem and I I need to talk to them more because I need to know where they are mm. and maybe I can help them. Maybe they can help me. Yeah, mm. that's right. And that's exactly what we spoke about with the CEO of... Are you okay? Mm. In episode 19. That was awesome. Thank you for sharing that. That's okay. I wasn't expecting that. Mm. But when I come home with my family, then we do shit together. We do shit. We do shit together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I occasionally, I'm I'm not a big fisherman. Everyone thinks you live in Queensland, you buy a boat and you go fishing, catch a barrel money on a great barrier reef. But that doesn't happen. I go fishing maybe two, three times a year. I always have to call into the fish and chip shop on the way home <laughs> <laughs> because I never catch anything. <laughs> but now you got a new cookbook, you can, I can buy fresh fish and cook it for us. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because, see, I always believed that something my father told me as well was it's not about catching fish, it's about going fishing. Mm. It's about just being totally. there, relaxing, even if you don't even bait your hook, whatever. Mm. It's about going and doing something that yeah. you want to do. So. And it's an opportunity where you sit down and shoot the breeze and you just might have a chat mm. with someone. Mm. Yeah. It's the ideal time because there's no distractions. Mm. And, yeah, me and my dad, we used to have a lot of talks. Yeah. I used to go fishing with him. But he always used to say to me, two things you'd never, ever take fishing. Kids and dogs, 
because you never know where they are and they always want to go home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mm. So um, what else do you do? That you're, so, okay, so you don't really go fishing as your escape? No. And I know you haven't got a, a bike, a Harley. Now, no. You used no. to have a little bike. Oh, I've never had stuff. a Harley. I would never buy a Harley. They're um, overpriced, overrated, I think. <laughs> but... Each to their own. Uh, each to their own, exactly That's right. right. And so had, what is your own? What uh, is your thing that you do like? I Yeah, I I still love to make things out of timber, hmm. um, whether it's furniture or shelves or something or other like that. But when I go out, wherever I go, I have always, always got my camera with me hmm. because... Uh, Lynn being an artist, um, always looking for subject matter, and that could be a palm tree, a leaf, a flower. I find that... This week, I sit down with a good mate of mine, we'll call her CW, and she's actually one of the first people I ever trained to drive a truck. She is now a very qualified operator driving many more machines. She's even worked overseas. She left mining and had a kid, and now she's back into it. You know, don't be upset if you don't pick something up in the first five minutes. You're not a genius, you know. like, And, and, you know, just give yourself a break. Like, cut yourself a break, you know. Like, it's, it's, you know, especially when you come from something that's nothing like it. It's, you've... It's going to take time. Anything is going to take time, you know. Like, yeah. But don't be too proud too. Like, you know, keep your mouth shut and listen and just take shit in. That's the best thing you can do. Okay, so what about for all the young ladies out there who think there's plenty of blokes? Lots oh. of money, easy street. Oh. I'm coming, let me in. You can be the ugliest chick, start of the coal mine, and you're like a supermodel. <laughs> You walk in, you're Miranda Kerr, and if you're dumb enough to fall for that, you've got issues. But it's so true. Don't fall for it. Oh, be, just be smart. Like, be yeah. smart about it. Like, Realise if you don't care, do whatever you want, but if you have one sort of caring bone in your body, think about every decision you make because anything you say and anything you do as a woman will come back at you Ten times worse than if you're a man because you will be judged ten times harder. If you get a, a new bit of gear, you have to be you have to work harder than a man because you're noticed more. That's probably the easiest way to put it. Like yeah. it's not a me it's not a it's not a sexist thing. It's just because you are a woman and there is none of you. You are noticed more. Like if you do doing something wrong or you're doing something good, you will be noticed. You're gonna be the brunt of a rumour. If you if you have a partner, you're going to be pregnant once a week. If you don't have a partner, if you don't have a partner, you're going to be you're about to get one, or yeah. you're sleeping with someone, or love it. You you're you're going to be the brunt of every rumor, and if you, know, you just have to have thick skin, you just have yeah. to have thick skin. Yeah. And just you know, take it with a grain of salt, and, and you have to laugh. You have to laugh because most of it's really funny. Gets by without being an accountant. <laughs> it, must be, it must be terrible. <laughs> well, we don't. That's why we need to hire accountants. <laughs> and 
thank you so much for being my first sponsor on the podcast. I'm a little bit excited about and um, and for yeah helping spread the mad mumsy world and all of your encouragement over these years, even though some of it's been a bit mean sometimes, but that's more on the personal money side of things. <laughs> when it when it comes to everything I'm trying to do here, we're on the same wavelength a lot of the time. And when you gave me a tip about Facebook, that was <laughs> it. We were friends for life. <laughs> Mind you, that's only because you've been the one giving me all the tips all the way along. And how long did you nag me to get up on Facebook? You've got to do this, you've got to do that. You're like, oh, yeah, I haven't got time, I haven't got time. But now you're starting to see why people do it. And you quite, you enjoy it, don't you? Yeah, well, that's all. It's a good way to step away from all the normal part of business and start doing the other things while you're travelling. Well, writing's a bit addictive, you know, once you've you, you know, that yourself. I do, yeah. yeah. Um, my official um, title with the Bantax Group is Publicity Tart. Publicity Tart. And I love that that's officially your title. <laughs> yeah, there's no certainty. And I'm not saying put your life on hold. You've got to get in there and live life. You've got to enjoy your life. But yeah. don't let it be what the consumerism has pushed you into. Now for a word from our sponsor. Welcome Julia Hartman and the Bantax Accounting Group to Team Mad Mumsy. Julia is my awesome accountant. She has written two books with financial expert Noel Whitaker and has a passion to help us miners make the most out of our hard-earned cash. Head to bantax.com.au forward slash miners. That's B-A-N-T-A-C-S to download your free miners booklet and a spreadsheet that will help you calculate the weight of your tools you need for your job. Why, you ask? Well, you might be able to hitchhike a ride with them and claim your trips to work. Sounds confusing? Not at all. Just head over to bantax.com.au and let Julia and the team help you out. You will also find loads of free information and advice on property investing if you plan to really do some great things with your money. Again, that's bantax.com.au forward slash miners and tell them Mad Mumsy sent me. Back in those days, Liam, we didn't have two ways in the trucks. No, no what? No, no two ways. Only in the machines, in the loaders and the dozers and all that. So someone must have told my boss, oh, Rails has done a 360 on the ramp, you know, Yeah. and you better check her up. And anyway, I got to the crib up, still shaking like a leaf, got down. That was it. I started bawling. And my boss walked up to me and he says, what's the matter, Rails? When life turns to shit for you, mm-hmm. what do you do to get through it? What's Rails' happy place? Well, what makes me happy, I suppose, is I like to go and play a game of Keno. Okay, you like Keno? Pick your numbers? Yeah, pick your numbers. I hope I have a win, but it doesn't happen all the time. Failing that, go and jump in the pool, have a scotch, go and spend some time with me mum. What else? Because Colin's always at bloody work. Shit always happens when when the partner's away, doesn't it? Yep. Mm. There was a time where I couldn't handle stress and everything, but now I can. Yeah. So how did you get from not being able to handle it to being able to handle it, do you think? I went on medication. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. 
and I've done a few interviews, like with Brendan from Are You OK? And he said doctors are now taught about helping people through things like that. And there are medical... That sounds like some ice going in some spots. I think Colin might be making a rum. A rum. A rum. He's a rumbo man. Nice. There are drugs out there to help just balance everything out. Yeah. Yeah. And I know a few people who have done that and they are fine. Yeah. And if that's what it takes and if that's what you're struggling with perhaps, go and see the bloody doctor. Exactly. That's what I say as well. It's a big message from Mad Mumsy. Go to the bloody doctor when something's not right. Yeah. It might not be physical like, oh, your foot's blown up because you got gout or something. Yeah. It might be in your head. Yeah. If shit doesn't feel right, go and have a chat to someone. Well, I've I've been on um, depression tablets for years now and, yeah, I notice if I forget to take them. Yep. Yep. It does... I do start to feel a little bit blue and, Hmm. yeah, but if I take them, I'm fine. Awesome. Hmm. Now I'll have the other beer rails. Thanks. We put a battery in one of his bags one day. Well, I did. A car battery. Right. His work bag. Yeah. So he he wasn't expecting it to be so heavy when he picked it up. And, uh... The whole crew had a good laugh. Yeah. So, yeah, just yeah. things like that. I'll have to think of some pranks to pull on you at work no, next time. No, only good ones. Everyone on crew has a has a problem, has some sort of drama, and I think that's where they get that Are You OK from, Are You OK Day, or yes. you know, ask that. You know, I interviewed the CEO of Are You OK. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brendan. Yeah, and we... Spoke for ages about all of this. Yeah. You have to listen. I will. I'll listen yeah. to that one. Yeah, no, um, when I did come back to work, I realised how everyone just wanted to help. They just wanted to see if you're okay, you didn't need any help. Oh, that's and so it good. Was good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, yeah, no, like the crew that I was with at the time, it was my five and two crew, and, yeah, they were just all worried about me because I had the full week off work and I was... I was missing so many phone calls and I didn't want to talk to anyone because I was mm. just isolating myself. And, and that can be dangerous. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we got through it and when we come back to work, they just made it easier. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Back to your little, little mm-hmm. family cocoon. Yep. Out the other family with the annoying freaking brother. <laughs> That's what I said to Zoe, you work. <sighs> he's, he's one of those annoying brothers. Yeah. <laughs> But today, tonight, mm-hmm. I see you as a nice brother yeah, cool. and a lovely fella. Cheers. And I'm proud to know you. Cheers. Who would have known you were 20 kilos heavier? I thought like, you are just a gym junkie forever. <laughs> <laughs> Young 18-year-old whippersnapper. <laughs> and you're 28. Yeah. 28. That's I feel the same age as my youngest daughter. That's okay. why I was, I'm like, oh, you know. It's mm-hmm. the nana in me and the mum. The mum, not the nana. Okay, I'm not yeah. that old. Watch out again, everything down there is trying to get you. The electricity is real high voltage. All the pressures in all those chocks and everything is extra high pressure. It's higher than anything that's up here. And then mm-hmm. you got all the dust and diesel. And, and the roof's trying to fall in. Yeah. The gas has got you. Look. So why do it? It's fun. Speaking of getting the sheets off. Is there toilets down no, there? No. Right. So I've heard a couple of varying degrees of story. So what do you do? 
if you ever see a rag on the ground, pick it up and wipe your hands. You'll be <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just do it anyway. No. Yeah, the wash plant, get it all. <laughs> on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Everything right. goes on the belt. <laughs> or it goes in the cave. Yeah. Mm. More money being open cut. And cruisy a lot. You don't even feel like you're mining. <laughs> you're working for the council. Yep. Yeah. Really? Do you feel that strongly that it's not mining? Yep. Yeah. You do. She does. He's adamant. Yeah. 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 No, it's yeah. not mine. No. It's not what. You just move on. Yeah. yeah. And that's fair enough. Yeah. That's like, I just hearing what you've described is, I can understand why you would come to that conclusion. But are you enjoying what you're doing now? It took me a fair while. I'm starting to really enjoy it now. Yeah. But. Yeah, I was ready to throw it in. No, really? Yeah, like for the first three months, that was it. I was, nah, I was going to throw it in and go. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, now I've sort of got it half sussed out. Yeah, yeah. persevered yeah. and got through the heart. Yeah, that's oh, good. In the long haul where I am at the moment, it's a lot of cracking and thunder-like noises and the first few days down in the long wall that really scared me yeah. <laughs> but it's okay I found out that's just normal so you don't panic about that after mm. a while this sounds I'm not trying to toot my own horn or sell myself here but if you type in my name in google all this environmental stuff comes up about like when I was younger and oh, right. 15 yeah. so you type in my name and all these like videos and photos come up of me with turtles and stuff like that and I was just like everyone was saying oh just wait for a couple of years and then that will come up with all the stuff from BMA and coal mining and that and it's already happened when I got that award yesterday. Yes. There's like a link just below. It says um, team on a mission to save turtles or something. And the next link says um, Queensland Resource <laughs> Finalist Woman in Mining Award. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's already happened. Yeah. So <laughs> for all of your crew members listening, you were right. Yes, they were right. 100% it's already happened. And um, Google knows about it. So the turtles know about it. You're not going to spend half an hour each way driving in the drift runner to go up just to pee. So, no, we do everything down there just like the blokes do. Yeah. Um, when you've got to go, <laughs> you've got to go. <laughs> and that's something else to consider. Yeah. If you're thinking, oh, this sounds cool, I'll do that. Yeah. You yeah if you don't like the dark, if you're claustrophobic, yeah. then you can't pee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless you're on a toilet, um, don't do it. The new apprentices have these shiwis. Have you heard of them? Sitting in a donger and it's 43 degrees. Mm. Something like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah. You know, this shit, this sucks. Yeah. Bring a photo of your boat. Yeah, And exactly. think, I'm only here because I'm going to do that on break. I would say meditate about your boat. Yeah. But we won't say that because the bloke's probably going, meditate. meditate. That's no, what I think. I don't do meditate. <laughs> but you might look at your boat and go, right, now next break I'm going to paint that. I'm going to yeah. whatever they do to boats. As an example, take a little piece of it with exactly. you. If it's family, bring yeah. a picture of the kids. Your tickets, licences, trade certificates and other qualifications all in one location and you can then upload an image for each and add your resume and then we give you a really neat PDF representation of all of that. Ex-Russian military copter, like this massive military one and it was so loud, like, you know, talk about hearing, hearing protection, it was crazy. What was the thing you struggled with the most when you first started? 
well, I mean, are we running a tech? Is that the Wi-Fi? Was it a bit patchy out there, believe it yeah. or not? And so that yeah, helps well, you connect. You know, that's sort yeah. of your way of connecting with people. It's um, your only way. Yeah, yeah. You jump on the phones or whatever. But, yeah, mm. it's, um, yeah, like I found that, you know, that's a, there's a sense of isolation, I think, some of the yeah. time. And um, Facebook can be a great way to keep in touch, but you can also see what all your, you know, yeah. what all your mates are doing that aren't, that aren't at sight. And, there, you know, that was in... Um, back in Perth or, or Melbourne or whatever and, you know, the things that they're getting up to and having fun and, you know, yeah. you know sort of, um, obviously is missing out on some, some things but you also know that, you know, you're doing it because you're, um, you know, whether it's creating you know, more financial benefits for yourself or, you know, it's just a, a learning process, build your skills and, you, yeah. know, and the, you know, then you really enjoy the time that you have off as well, right? Like mm. your breaks, you can really make, the, really make the most of them, I think, so... So that's a good segue into what is it that you enjoy doing when you are on break? What What is your happy Drinking place? beer? Is that allowed? Or is it You know, listening to music and, and having, a, you know, having a swim, believe it or not. So whether that's in a pool or, a, or, a, or at the beach yeah. and just just, just um, nice. really relaxing. Um, you know, a couple of, couple of beers are always good on a you know, on an afternoon on a balcony or somewhere and looking out with a bit of a view or, um, yeah, mm, next to the beach good. or over near the pool. So, um, and what yeah. sort of beer? If you're not there to get your own washing out, well, you know, the conveyor's got to keep moving, mate, so we're going to do the right and put it in the dryer. So if you've got clothes in there that you don't want to be put in the dryer because they're going to be wrecked, well, you feel free to get back here when your washing's finished to ensure that no kind soul wrecks your clothes for you. <laughs> Otherwise, bite me. Yeah. It's just how it works. Uh, I don't know if that's harsh, but everyone knows that. You had your shot as a dump truck. Yes. And operator. I, how long for? Oh, it was about three months. Three months, Yeah. Yep. I mean, I love the driving, don't get me wrong, but there was a little bit of politics, I guess, along the way, and um, I still wanted to p- follow my passion, which was yeah. what, the reason I was getting into them in the first place. Yep. So I've just done a little bit of a shortcut and gone back to Melbourne, ran out of cash, so I thought, back to the mines and I'll, I'll go cleaning again. Yeah. And was open, uh, had open arms <laughs> to me and went back to the same place and I don't know what happened, but I ended up in the laundries. It's good to have people who are still conscious of the environment yep. working in the industry, not as a not as a greenie going undercover to try and no. bust ass out of someone, no. but just to go there and just see like the little things that we can do. Coal yep. mining's happening. It might stop yep. one day, fifty. Well, who knows when? Yep. But in any industry, we could still come. Oh, I'm getting all, I'm getting all thing about <laughs> vinegar. <laughs> but in any industry, yeah. you can be looking for ways to make it a, a better, little, little bit better for the environment. So I just want to start teaching people again how to cook your basic meals quickly and um, cost-effectively. Yep. So that's what I'm going to be doing, and then I'll be selling my cakes and slices at the market. Yeah. And then, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to Exciting it. And then time. down the track in a few years, I want to come back to Early and, and open a business up there. Oh well, business. we're definitely coming to see <laughs> so you. So discounts in all around there. Yeah. <laughs> Mad, just say Mad Mumsy. Yeah, yeah, oh, you can it. have it for free. <laughs> well, oh, a discount. Free- <laughs> a free beer. <laughs> Thanks, Karen. No oh, worries. Um, Cheers again. Cheers. And good luck <laughs> Thank to you. the future. Thank and, you. And um, let's hope that the next 
mm. person who's doing the laundries out at that particular camp is a laundry goddess just like yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And remember, do the right thing in your laundry. The anti-aging and longevity chapter is called Getting Long in the Tooth. A chapter on blokes' health, Sheila's health, a mental health chapter called Black Dog. I just basically say what you need to hear without waffling on, and it's all evidence-based. I've uh, separated all the, the facts from the bullshit, and it's just written what you need. Although it is a holistic health and wellness book, it's not all hippies and fairies and rainbows and stuff. It's, it's fluffy. <laughs> no, there's a bit of that, but it's evidence-based, yeah. fluffy rainbows. Um, and mindfulness, meditation. Uh, meditation is not just for the true heart and hippies, therefore it's for everyone um, you don't, you don't have to be religious or spiritual to do it, although there's nothing wrong with being spiritual. Um, basically, mindfulness is just getting your mind to shut the fuck up, just clearing that mental chatter, that that uh, distortion. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing, I mean, it's, that's clinically proven to make yourself smarter, mm. reduce depression, anxiety, um, help you sleep better. Then you've got all the physical benefits, the list goes on. Yeah. So you meditate? Do you do it regularly yeah. or just when life's a, a bit nuts? No, more, more than when life's a bit nuts, but not as regularly as I'd like. Mm. Um, I try to do it daily, yep. but sometimes it's as, as little as weekly. Yeah. But the thing is, um, even if you're only doing it weekly, the, the benefits are priceless. Huge. Do you, yeah. do you use an app or anything like that, or, or do you do guided meditation, or do you just sit and just All of look the above. All of yep. the above. And, um, I, yeah, I do recommend the apps like Smiling Mind and One Giant Mind. Mm-hmm. You get those apps through phone, and there's a few others too. That's just a couple that I have on my phones. I, I run, I used to run meditation classes up on site. Oh, really? Uh, did you, did yeah. you get many people going to meditation classes? Depends what side I'm on. Yeah. But, uh, on a smaller side, it'd be like one or two. Mm-hmm. One or two or three, and on bigger sites, up to, up to 20 or 30. Mm-hmm. I see. I would go to meditation class on site. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's rather than a circuit um, class before I go uh, to work or something. You know, uh, like personally, I, I run certain classes. I'm not a fan of them. I would probably never go to one myself. My specialties were just uh, well, my passions were boxing and yoga. What happens to Dad when he goes to work? Yeah, she's just drawn a picture of a plane and there's four windows and there's Dad sitting in the front seat in a very big long set of stairs and all the bags going along the tarmac on the, on the trolley. And yeah, that's her vision of where Dad goes to work. He just goes on a plane. So what, mm-hmm. what that actually, what actually happens after that, she just didn't really know and understand. And I guess I've built that into the book. Maybe that's the, the teacher in me. I wanted to build in some learning for the kids and teach them about our beautiful and vast country and what industries we have here that many dads are actually engaged in. Another question that I like to ask my guests on the happy hour episodes is what is your happy place? What does Joe do when life turns to shit? Oh, wow. That's a tricky other one. Than, <laughs> other than uh, drown in the wine. <laughs> uh, look, I, I absolutely love the Sunshine Coast. Blessed to be here. And the minute my feet hit the sand and have that cool, fresh 
salt water ebbing at my toes. I think that's a fair place to feel happy. Uh, I love taking my kids, my family there. There's no place like it. I also love being outside in the wide open spaces. I I love being um, outside doing fun stuff with my kids and my family. My Dad's a FIFO Dad is the name of my page. Thanks so much for your time and for all the positive energy you bring to those people out there doing it and um, helping them to do it well. Good on you. And uh, hopefully we'll meet in person one day. We'll have a drink together. <laughs> oh, we will. And I may have some news on that. Well, oh, good. Now post chat after I go and get another beer. <laughs> And that site-specific module will say, what's the mobile reception look like? What's the laundry situation? Do you have to do your own laundry? Is it done for you? All these little questions. So we'll personalise that to the site. And then in conjunction with that, we'll also have some virtual tours available. That way, before you actually get on site, you know what your dong is going to look like. You know where the mess hall is. You know what that looks like. And it's not just so you know what it looks like. It means that your family members and significant others have context on what life is really like for you as the worker. Mm. And that is freaking huge. You know, I'm a FIFO wife. Who, who the hell am I to help tell FIFO workers how to all of a sudden start working on sites? Well, I'm not the person, but I've collaborated with some really awesome people. And that's because I grew a set and just put myself out there and just started talking to people. Yeah, that's probably my biggest thing is just just go for it. You know, grow a set, just get some confidence. People say fake it till you make it. I think you, you've got to have that drive. As long as you've got that drive, just know that that's what's driving you. And a bit of a long-winded no, answer that's there. Great. That's <laughs> great. And I so wanted to interrupt. I'm like, no, shut up, shut up, shut up. This is gold. <laughs> <laughs> that's gold. That's awesome. And I put a post on LinkedIn just before Christmas, I think, about imposter syndrome. I funkily threw out it. I said, who am I to have done this? Who am I to do this? Who am I? It was basically my life story outline because anyway, long story why I did it. But a comment on there from another podcaster, Phoebe Moroshek, who has a podcast called The Unbecoming, which I love. It's just like, just do your own shit basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> but in an entrepreneurial way. And she commented and said, and I've heard this so many times. And as soon as she put it, I was like, oh, I knew that. It was like, who are you not to? And it's like you. Who are you to tell people uh, or help people about living a FIFO life or being a FIFO partner or whatever? Well, who, who are you not to? We're going to start off with what I've been endearingly calling the boring ones. <laughs> because they're boring to us because we hear it all the time. We hear it at our pre-start meetings and it's in all the <laughs> SOPs and JSAs and everything you're about to <laughs> understand what they, what they are. We're going to run through some of those and then the fun begins where we're going to talk about some of the other terms that mm. you won't get told when you're in training. You'll no. just hear them on the run, so that'll be a bit more fun. So we'll get through the boring ones first, hey, Baz? Yep, I reckon that sounds like a damn fine idea. Also be warned, some of these may offend and be explicit in nature. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That's mining. It is. And if you can't hack that, 
Yeah. Do not do it. And you have to have broad shoulders. And laugh at yourself. Mm. Laugh along with it. Where do you want it? And what we truckies say, the dozer operator on the dump if we can't read his mind. I tried to read a dozer operator's mind once, but it was such a short read I had no information whatsoever. <laughs> we were going to be serious, but oh, we're sorry. in the... No, this is the giggles glossary. The giggles so, glossary, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. serious yeah. is gone. You that, haven't seen this list yet. This oh, will be I fun. This will be fun. Starting okay. the most important one, that's a carton. That's a carton. Yeah, if you stuff up, do something wrong... You buy a carton of beer, and it's shared usually with the crew on a particular day, usually on day shift, second last night, middle of the week, whatever, and everyone gets together, and you drink the cartons. So when you come out, bring 50 bucks because you've got to put on a starter's carton. Starter's carton, <laughs> finishes carton. Finishes carton. Finishing carton. Yeah. Righto, Baz, get your gear, get out. Get out the truck, go to the go line, come to pick you up, and everyone will be like, oh, pineapple time, Baz. So if you yeah. hear pineapple time, it doesn't mean you're getting one. <laughs> we always assume, oh, shit, what have I done wrong? <laughs> but you might just be going to get another truck, or for you, you might be going to train someone yeah, or whatever. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I might have to train some of you guys. <laughs> look out. Yeah, look out. Um, okay, it's not rocket science, just line up the teeth. <laughs> Pedestal dwellers. <laughs> they live on a pedestal. We call them pedestal dwellers. They call themselves digger drivers. Oh, or digger I operators. Yes, because they're up there above everybody else and they're God. Yeah. They are God. I dug 300 loads of dirt today. Guess what? I broke the record. You know what? It's not rocket science. A digger operator is only as good as his truckies. Well, and that is a saying that is further down the list. Oh, <laughs> Digger well, driver is only as go. good as his worst trucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what it, what it means is a frustrated digger driver telling you where they want you to line your truck up so that they can load you. Yes. They're like, yeah, just like on the teeth, <laughs> which you'll hear a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, upper is another one. Yeah. So upper. you might call up and say you coming around or do this yeah, upper 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 move it upper yeah yeah so that just means yeah go on get get <laughs> do it just yeah. do it you can oh, say this oh <laughs> yeah i thought i'd do a quick little update a few things have happened this week in the or in the last couple of weeks i wanted to put pen to paper and then share it with you. And the first thing, if you follow me on social media, at Mad Mumsy on nearly everything, you would know that I was lucky enough to be nominated as a finalist in the 2018 Australian Podcast Awards. I was so, and still am, blown away that I was nominated. I entered an episode with Soraya, a young lady who is an apprentice, or she's done her apprenticeship now, underground electrician, and yes, an undergrounder, a real miner. <laughs> so I headed down to Melbourne for the finals, and it was a bit brisk, and there was going to be hail and, you know, an Antarctic chill, but it wasn't as bad as they were expecting, so that was good, and I headed to the awards with my cousin 
Asha. Hello, Asha. Um, I didn't win, and it was kind of a big relief, really, because I didn't have to get up there. But I had whipped out a little bit of a thank you. And you know what? I've decided to say it anyway, because 46 episodes, a couple of years in, and I just wanted to show my appreciation to the people that have supported me. BHP Southlink is predominantly going to be an autonomous mine site. That's what they're aiming for. So you'll have your technical people that will still be required on site and you'll have some form of operations type personnel, but you're definitely not going to have the number of crews that you would have had, say, 8, 10, 12, 15 years ago as far as operating mobile equipment. Now, in saying that, I've got a girlfriend who's a heavy-duty diesel fitter. When Rio first started looking at the whole autonomous truck type thing, she, you know, obviously they had to retrofit some of their trucks. Now, that costs tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars. But then where they're spending money on technology, they're saving money on salaries, I suppose. So, you know, obviously it is beneficial to the mining company for that and not only just purely for a money cost-saving exercise, but obviously safety as well, you know. How many times do you hear that a tyre's caught fire and all of a sudden someone's going to have to jump out of the cab or whatever it might be? No matter what, in any industry, we're, we're going to all have to sort of adjust to technology. I still wanted my career. So, you know, there was a lot going on. We lived 1,400 kilometres away from any of our family. Yes, we had friends and your friends become your family when you live in towns like that. But Mm. um, for me, and you're right, with the whole technology thing moving in the direction that it is, I think people need to be really clear on having some idea about what they think they want to do Um, So really having a true understanding around what the types of duties and responsibilities are for roles and is there shift work involved, how are you going to go going from day shift to night shift, you know, how are you going to go sitting in a truck for 13 hours because that's a bloody long time to be sitting by yourself moving dirt around a pit. And I'm just using that as an example but um, I suppose for me... Thanks. (laughs) I suppose for me going from recruitment... And then looking at it from a different angle and wanting to help people understand what career pathways they're suited to and and how I could assist with that. That's sort of really where the resources hub was was um, was born. And just in closing, I really would like to ask you, awesome lady that you are, with four kids and everything that you're doing and everything that you've done. When you when life turns to shit and you're having a really bad time, really bad day, what do you do to what's what's your special place that helps you through? Because I I think it's important for us to all at least know where it is and how often do we go there? Not necessarily a place. We can be in your mind. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. We all have those days. Um For me, you know, the last five and a half years has been a pretty trying time. I set up a a career development recruitment company in the worst downturn known to man. So um, (laughs) I've had a lot of those, I've had a lot of those rocking in the corner kind of, you know, in the fetal position moments. But I'm a pretty positive person at the best of times. You know, I've been through a bit of shit in my life and I'm, I'm grateful for every morning that I wake up and I'm grateful for the fact that I've got a beautiful family and a 
amazing supportive network of friends and um and I love what I do I do what I love and I love what I do just open your eyes to some of the things that are going on around you and wonder is it equitable for everyone or is there some way that I can be helping other women I, I certainly found that was my key to um, succeeding is not by in any way wanting to draw attention to myself but by making sure I was really amplifying and supporting the women around me and that I found really helped and you can then have really fantastic networks not only with the men you work with but the women as well and you're all going through similar things and there's ways that you can um, be supporting and you know podcasts like this are a fantastic example. Let's change gears a little bit and talk about huh? your hashtag celebrating women which was which became a movement that you created it was in 2017 that's right Last year, Last yeah. Year. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what made you start that? And oh, can you just tell us the story of celebrating women? Uh, I posted her answers and some photos on Twitter. I didn't tell anyone it was my mum. And suddenly people really liked it. They enjoyed her little story. Uh, and I thought, okay, my, suddenly my Twitter feed felt more positive than it had the day before. And so never wanted to do things by halves. Then and there, I made a very public commitment. I was going to celebrate two women every single day of 2017. And so I had no idea where I was going to find sort of 730-odd women and um, was really nervous that this was just going to fizzle out and I was going to look like a bit of a douchebag for <laughs> even suggesting it. But I went out there and I never do anything, you know, half-heartedly and just kept tweeting saying I'd love to hear from women and the same four questions I never changed sort of the, the pattern or the, the how it looked and um, it was remarkable and in the end by the end of last year I celebrated including yourself and your sister 757 women from 37 different countries and it was just nothing I could have imagined Oh, yes, it has been in a lot of um, things. So, it, look, it's just so exciting. Hey, but I've got some exciting news I haven't shared yet. Oh. But you might like to get the scoop. <gasps> Mad that, Mumsy um, loves the scoop. <laughs> I know, I figured you would. In the back of this new book called Womankind, every single woman who was part of the campaign is named. So there's a whole <gasps> celebrating women roll call in this book. And lots of the women who were part of it were, are interviewed and, and getting their thoughts. But I just wanted you to know your name will be there in a book. You don't oh. have to go into a dinner or wherever. Not, I'm not endorsing any bookstore, anywhere you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's all of them. And so, I mean, now think about yourself. Who would have thought that having your sister nag you to do something and you go yeah. and do it and now you and I are on a podcast talking about it and now you're going to find your name in a book. I mean, it's just amazing. Wow, what a mission that was. It went a lot longer than I thought. Uh, I couldn't miss anyone out and there were so many golden nuggets I just wanted to share and it certainly took a lot longer than I thought but it was a journey I enjoyed, touching base again with all of my episodes. I hope you enjoyed the nuggets I chose for you and that they inspired you to keep your chins up and to live a great life. Maybe it inspired you to reach out to someone else and start a conversation to see if they are okay. Thank you to all of my guests for sharing your journey with me. I honour and appreciate each and every one of you so much. Just like you, my dear listener, 
I love knowing that you're listening to my words and I hope that they're helping you in your mining journey. On this 2018 International Podcast Day, I am inspired myself to continue for another 50 episodes. So look out, I'm still going to come at you. If you want to come on the podcast and share your journey, please hit me up. Head to madmumsy.com or on any of the social medias. That's M-A-D-M-U-M-Z-I-E. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, stay safe, be real, be special and have fun. For we only live once. Cheers. Oh, and P.S. West Coast beat Collingwood in a nail biter. Great excitement in the AFL world and the right outcome for my heart too. If that was the Adelaide Crows or the Brisbane Lions, I would have been freaking out even more than I was. So now on to next year for the AFL and in my world, it'll be cricket. Woohoo! Outro, outro, outro for episode 50.